Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. As a Sirius XM and CNN host, I'm known for speaking, but frankly, I read for a living. I need to know what to say, and so I consume over two dozen newspapers and websites daily. I read opposing views and studies and court cases and orders and op-eds just so I can discuss current events on radio and television. But my favorite reading? Books. Old school. And my favorite interviews? are with book authors. Book Club with Michael Smirconish is now in session. He's the son of Richard, the grandson of Lee, the father of Adam, part of Racing Royalty. Kyle Petty has just published a memoir with, by the way, Ellis Hennigan, good guy who I know. It's called Swerve or Die. This is Kyle Petty. Hey, Kyle, congrats on the book, and thank you for dropping by. Listen, thank you very much for, for having me today. I really appreciate it. I had a go-kart when I was 12. I think it was a three-and-a-half horsepower engine. The thing I most remember is I didn't put oil in it, and I blew it out. But I find it remarkable your dad would not let you have a go-kart. No, would not let us have a go-kart. How about that? Um, he, he, it, the, the, the point was he said that will not teach you respect for speed. A motorcycle will. It'll put you on the ground when you think you know what you're doing. And he was exactly right. It puts you on the ground when you think you, when you run over, uh, get out over the tips of your skis, it'll put you on the ground for sure. So um, never let us, but 
here's the fascinating part. I got my first motorcycle when I was five. Uh, and when the, by the time I was in the second grade, we drove the family car uh, from the house to the end of the driveway, which was about a quarter of a mile, uh, and waited on the bus. So we knew how to drive. We just couldn't drive a go-kart. By the way, is it hard for you when you are driving, I'll just say like a normal car, to, to stay within the speed limit? <laughs> oh, you'd have to ask my wife, Morgan. Uh, I, I say... It, you know, because this is, is going out over the airwaves, I say no. I am a I, I am right on that speed limit. Fifty five. Okay. Well, I'm how about right this? How about this? Hypothetically, <laughs> if Kyle Petty were ever to be pulled over, and you know the law enforcement takes a look at that name, I have to believe they're like, "Wait a minute, you're Kyle Petty." Yeah. Hi- hypothetically, if I'm in uh, if I'm within fifteen or twenty one side of it or the other, uh, then that's probably what what they would be. That would be the question. I got pulled one time. Um, and, and honestly, about a year and a half ago, for following too close. And the guy looked at my license and he said, oh, I guess you're used to following close. So <laughs> go ahead. You're, you're, it's okay. And that's a true story, man. That's a true story. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, you petties are a competitive bunch. You tell in the story, you tell in the book, pardon me, a story about the 1959 Atlanta Lakewood Speedway race. This would have been your father's first ever NASCAR Grand Nationals win at the age of 22. However, your grandfather ends up taking home first prize, and you quote him as saying, he's my boy, and I'd love to see him win a race, but when he wins one, I want him to earn it. Talk to me about competition. Yeah. You know, I think my granddad was that way. The competition part of it was, Listen, everybody's your competition. I don't, I don't care if you're my father, my son, my brother, my uncle, uh, my mother. I, I don't care. You're my competition when we get in a race car, and that's the way he always looked at it. My grandfather, and I, I tell this story, my grandfather raced for one reason, for, for money. It, it was all about just making a buck. My dad raced because he wanted trophies. It wasn't about the money. It was, it was mm-hmm. different. Uh, he, he looked at the sport totally different. But my grandfather had this crazy saying, and, and, and it goes back to this, this thing. Uh, nobody, nobody's going to give you anything. Okay. Nobody in life's going to give you anything. And if they do give you something, it's worthless. Okay. Because it, it didn't mean anything to them. So it shouldn't mean anything to you because they're just giving it to you the way he looked at it. You needed to go out and earn it the right way and put the work in and make it happen for yourself, not take a handout. And that's what he was looking at that. That was not a handout to Richard Petty. I'm not going to hand you your first win. You got to go out and beat everybody to get that first win. Um, and obviously my dad went out 200 more times and beat everybody, uh, and got his win. So, uh, it was a lesson well learned. You know, uh, the British Royal family, your name is Windsor and you're going to work for what they call the firm. Although I guess you could pull a, a Harry and go off the reservation, but if your name is petty, it's pretty much expected. You're going to drive and drive fast, right? You know, that, that's a great question because I'm not sure it is expected. And that's the funny part about it. Um, you know, my Uncle Maurice didn't race, but he was in racing. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I raced and I've got Adam came along after me and he's got a brother, Austin. And Austin never really thought about racing that much. Um, and and here's, here's the thing. I, I tell people this, though. Um, we grew up in rural North Carolina uh, where most of my neighbors and most of the kids that I went to, to high school with um, – they were farmers. They were tobacco farmers. They were dairy farmers. Uh, and the ones that weren't farmers, their families worked in the meal. But we, we raised race cars. We had a farm and we raised race cars. And there's plenty, there's plenty of second, third, fourth generation farms 
that are still around because the grandfather or great-grandfather started it, father picked it up, uh, the son picked it up, and now the grandsons have picked it up. And that's kind of the way it was for us. I, I didn't think it was it was expected. I just thought it was normal. That that's what you did. You just followed in the footsteps of what your dad did because you wanted to be like your dad, and I always wanted to be like him. Hey, Kyle, speaking of, of normal, I I was impressed with your upbringing in the normality of it, if that's the right word. In other words, you played Little League Baseball, you mastered playing the guitar, you were in your high school band. There's even a, a photograph of you in the marching band that you put in the book. They tell a story of a seemingly normal childhood, and yet you come from one of the most famous families in the country. That That's a tribute to my mom. Um I think she realized early, early on that what we, what, what her husband, what the man she had made uh, did was not a normal way to make a living. Uh, just riding around in circles your whole life was not, was not a, a normal way. And, and, you know, we would leave and go to, to New York and the, to Michigan and to California and to Florida. And then we'd come back three or four weeks later. And, and that was normal for us. Now it was not normal for, as I said, it was not normal for my, my neighbors in rural North Carolina, but that, that was our normal. Um, you know, there's a story about in there about, about my parents going to the white house and, and myself and me not telling my teachers that my parents had gone to the white house to see president Nixon. And to me, it was just normal that my parents went to the white house right? because that's the life. That's the life we lived. You know, mm-hmm. that that's the way it was. So I think it's, it, it's funny that my mom tried to bring us along. Um, the way that she was raised, she, her, her mom worked in the mill and her dad was a carpenter, uh, was a, was a house builder and a cabinet builder. And she, that's, that was her normal. So she tried to bring us up as close to her normal as she could. This is the book club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirk. 
Smirconish, netsuite.com slash Smirconish, netsuite.com slash Smirconish. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive. Then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. In the book, you say the difference between good and great is only an inch or two and a million miles. And of course, this is in response to what makes a great race car driver. Explain. You know, I, I think you can, I, I think you look at, at uh, and I, I think you can look at this in a lot of sports. Um, and, 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 you know, what is, what, what is the difference between Michael Jordan and a million other basketball players or LeBron James and a million other basketball players or what, what's the difference between Tiger Wood and a million other golfers? And, and I think you look at, you can stand up uh, a million uh, or all these golfers and all these basketball players, baseball players, so, and, and race car drivers. You can stand them up and they have the physical attributes. They have the physical ability. They have the technical knowledge and they have the technical skill. And you look at that and you say, okay, they're only an inch or two apart, but you can't see their heart. You, you can't see their hearts. You can't see that desire. You can't see that willingness to never, ever, ever give up, to keep digging, to keep going, to be the best. You don't see that, and you can't measure. Until, until a sports team or a psychologist comes up with, with that measurement, then we have these anomalies of the greatest of all time uh, that, that will be argued till the end of time that they were the greatest, whether it's Tiger, whether it's Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt, whether it's LeBron James or Michael Walter, or Michael Jordan. It, it doesn't make any difference. You're always going to have this because – that that is such a rare place to be and that's a million miles away from what the average american is and honestly what most race car drivers are but is that is that inch or two that separates good from great also in part the willingness to truly put your life on the line you know i think it's and and i will say this and and if you want to if you want to put it in terms of put your life on the line um then i'll i'll let that be your I'll, I'll let that, those be your words. I think it's the willingness to put everything that is you on the line, everything, reputation, 
life, everything that you have, you're willing to gamble and go all in. Um, and, and, and you get so used to gambling and going all in that it's not a gamble anymore. You're so confident in that, that ability. You're so confident in what you can do that in, in the first few times it may be a gamble. Uh, it may be that, that, that ability to step across that line. But then you've moved the line for yourself. Uh, and once you move that line, uh, then you're playing a totally different game. And that's what I say. And, and you hear it all the time in, in those terms. These people, they, they, they work and they live in rare air because they have moved to a totally different place uh, than most players do. And, and here's the other part, and, and I say this, and I've used this a lot of times, um, most great athletes don't, and I mean superstar athletes, like they don't make great coaches, they don't make great mentors, they don't make great owners in racing because they just expect you to do the same thing they did. They don't understand mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. you can't do what they did. Interesting. It's, it's, a mental, it's a mental block in their head. They don't know why, you know, I can't pop off 15 three-point shots in a row. You know what I mean? Because they can do it, and they did it during their career. Richard Petty doesn't understand why you can't just go out and lap the field six times because that's what he did. So it came so natural because they were so used to living in that air. Uh, that it's hard for them to, to to bring themselves back. Well, in terms of going all in, I mean, the evidence of your willingness to do, and you tell the story in the book, and you also explain watching it on YouTube. And in fact, I'm I'm looking at uh, the the quote. Please God, when I when my eyes open, let me see the pearly gates. Tell everybody what's the context. <laughs> yeah, I was in a wreck at at uh, at uh, at Indianapolis, and I hit the outside wall and bounced back across and. Um, uh, another driver, Sterling Marlin, ran into me and it knocked me out and I hit the outside wall again and then bounced back across to the inside wall. And, uh, but I don't remember the last couple of hits because you're, you're, I was unconscious. And I, I talk about being in the car and, and being unconscious. And, and like I say, if you've ever been uh, put under for an operation and you begin to wake up and you're coming out of that anesthesia, uh, you know, you, you're, you're, you're just kind of, you're half in and half out. You can hear voices, but you can't move. And I couldn't move my legs, couldn't move my arms, and and um, you know, and, and I'm praying that that I'm alive, and then I realize I can't move anything, so I, I know I'm not alive, uh, and then I start praying that if I'm not alive, please God, let me when I open my eyes be standing in front of the pearly gates. Um, I don't want to go that other place. I want to be standing in front of the pearly gates. <laughs> right. and, and 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 I say and I say all of a sudden I can hear Sterling Marlin's voice, and I go back to pray and please God let me be alive because I. If Sterling's wherever I'm at, uh, I know we're not in heaven right now because I don't think either one of us were on a fast track to, to heaven at that point in time. So it was. It's listen. This is this is a time when this is the printed word and 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 Swerver Drive, the printed book. I wish I could have gotten Sterling to come tell his side of this story for the audio book because that was uh, for the audio book to hear him explain it because he may he makes me laugh every time he tells it. Hey, Kyle, up until reading your memoir, by the way, this is Kyle Petty. The book is called Swerve or Die, Life at My Speed in the First Family of NASCAR Racing. Everything I knew about NASCAR, I had learned from watching Ricky Bobby and Talladega Nights probably 15 times. So I really enjoyed it. You you must have loved the movie, right? Oh, I thought those were documentaries. I didn't realize that. <laughs> uh, one other thing I wanted to mention. I saw a uh, I saw an advertisement for your TV show, Dinner Drive, and you've got Seth and Scott Avet coming up. I think maybe it's like this week's episode. Yeah, this week's episode. Yes, sir. Yes, talk, sir. Talk to me. Talk um, to me about about you and music because music is a big part of your life. 
Yeah, music. Listen, I, I, the first Marty Robbins drove a race car back in the in the in the early seventies, and he would show up and race against my dad and Bobby Allison and David Pier- David Pearson, uh, the greats of that time, and uh, drove for a, a Hall of Fame owner, Cotton Owens, out of Carolina. He was he and and a preacher named Bill Frazier are are the two guys, the two first guys I ever saw play a guitar in person, and I was just mesmerized by it, mesmerized that they could make that music. Uh, with that box. And, and I just, from the first time I saw it, I just wanted to be a guitar player. I just wanted to learn to play the guitar. And you mentioned marching band when, when our school, we did not have a marching band until I was in the seventh grade. But as soon as our school started, started a band program, man, I signed up. I still played basketball, football, baseball, ran track, did golf, whatever you could play sports wise. But I wanted to be in that band and that band was a big deal. My mom used to threaten to take band away from me. She never threatened to take basketball, but she threatened to take band because she knew I loved it so much. <laughs> That's um, funny. And, 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 and the thing is, so, so music has always been a, been a, been a huge part. I had an opportunity to, to do some music in the early eighties. I write about it in a book opening for Hank, uh, Hank Williams Jr. Opening for the Oak Ridge boys and Randy Travis and do some of that. But then, you know, I, I, I I was a race car driver, so that's what I wanted to do. But uh, my dinner drive show that's on the Circle Network is has been a blast. I, I did the Avits. Uh, I did Lyle Lovett earlier this year. Had an opportunity to sit and talk to him, an amazing man. Uh, did John Oates. Uh, did John Rich earlier this year. Uh, so so last year I did Pitbull and did Darius Rucker. So I, I did some music guys last year. But I also did Mario Andretti and Richard Petty and, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. and and Jeff Gordon, and I did Herschel Walker and uh, and George Rogers, two Heisman Trophy winners, and and Scott Hamilton and and Sean Johnson, Olympic gold medalist. And it's just about I have an opportunity to sit and talk to them about what drives them and what you know what they've been through in life. It's just a casual conversation and where they're at now. And it, they are some of the most interesting people. And you find um, that sitting talking to these people, you know they 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 weren't born a gold medalist. They weren't born the greatest. Uh, they weren't born the Avett brothers. They were just two boys having fun, playing music. Uh, well, I love their music. Hard times. Yep, love yeah. their mu- and love and, and, and love Bob Crawford. I got to give Bob the uh, the upright Bob bass Bob. player. Yeah. Love Bob's a good man and 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 and, and a, a good father as well. You, I'm sure, know yeah. the whole story. Hey, can I can I raise father. one other great father? Great father, right? And hopefully he's listening because he often does. Final subject, and I promise we're not giving it all away for free. This is Kyle Petty. Swerve or Die <laughs> is the book. The last chapter is called Changing. And Kyle, I drive yeah. an electric car. I drive a Tesla, and I love it. What what's the future of like your business when everybody's driving electric? I guess what I'm saying is, there ever a day your business goes electric or not? Yes, has to, has to, and and I, I will say that wholeheartedly. I, I think I think you know I think motor I think all sports are, are a mirror and uh, to to society, and and we saw that with uh, and you've read the chapter. We saw that with Bubba Wallace and the Confederate yep. flag and yes. and everything that's gone on. The inclusiveness, the inclusion, the the welcoming. Uh, NASCAR has to be that, and it's changing, and it's headed in that direction. When the manufacturers, and I say this, the manufacturers that support our car, our our, our sport, Ford, Chevy, Toyota, when they announce that they're going to be fully electric and 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 produce fully electric fleets uh, by 2035 or 2040, whatever date they put on it over the next 10 or 15 years, if you're in NASCAR. If you're in motorsports and you're running internal combustion engines, you have to look at that and say, whew, somebody just wrote that on the wall, and that's a line in the sand. 
and we're going to get to that point. Now we may yeah. go past that point. Don't get me don't get me wrong, but eventually, eventually, we're going to be and live in a world uh, where it's it, sports are big and sports are profitable and sports uh, generate a lot of income. Um, but we, we've got to we've got to step up and take our responsibility for what's going on in the world today too. And that's I think NASCAR has done a tremendous job of that in recent years and will continue to be a leader in that. Well, this was a pleasure. Thank you for dropping by. I really appreciate it, and I wish you good things with the book. Thank you very much for having me. I really, really appreciate it, man. That's Kyle Petty. Swerve or Die is the title of his memoir. Nice to have had him here. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Listen to the Michael Smirconish program weekdays on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 and anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.